0: Blog TALK RADIO
1: 51X spot, flanker cross. Red left slot, 51X spot, flanker cross. I'm on, right? 58, boom,
0: 58
1: to the... All right, here we go. They're going to jump right here. You know they're going to jump. Everybody hold your water. Green right slot, 98 handoff thought on three. Ready? Balls, balls, balls. Balls, balls, balls. Hey, baby, let's go out
2: there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Not some fun. I'm the quarterback. Don't
1: stop, homie. I go to jail if I get sacked. So block for me. Eight ball in my corner
2: pocket. It's on and popping. Got the whole club.
0: leaning with it. And body and
2: what up, y'all? You know what time it is when you hear young buck coming through your speakers. It's time for picking up the blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fane, and Mad Money Mike. Hold it down, produce it behind the glass. Glad to have y'all inside the show. No better place to be here than pick up the blitz. We do this live uncut. We don't do that pre-recorded bull. Like some other shows do. This is Live Uncut. Call the show two six seven five two one O one five three. This is your show just as much as it is ours. This is a caller driven show. You direct the show where you want it to go. If you don't, then we got plenty of places that we'll take it. We got lots of lots of blitzes to bring ourselves. Look, folks, this is uh this is the prime time week, especially for us here on this show. This this doesn't get any better. And I like to say that Eddie and uh I'm kind of wondering if you agree with me because I'm kind of more excited for next season than I am for this Super Bowl. We're looking at next season, Alex Smith in Washington, Pat Mahomes in Kansas City. Where will the Costco Kirkland land? I'm talking about Kirk Cousins, and I'm excited about Jimmy G in San Francisco next season. A lot to look forward to. So tell me why I should be, why I should be excited for the Super Bowl, Eddie.
1: Listen, listen back. I, you know what this is, man. The Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. There's no way around it. It's going to be the greatest sporting event of the year every year that it's here. Um, I got to tell you right now, man, this one, though, it's just. Coming up to this game, leading up to this game, there's normally more excitement, at least from my end of this thing, man. I, this just seems like it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not going to be a good game. It just seems like I'm pretty sure everyone knows what the outcome of this game is going to be. And then you know, you can always say anything could happen. You could always say, well, you know, they, you know, they always have a chance. And under the it just seems leading up to this particular whoa, whoa, whoa. game,
2: Eddie. Before you finish. Mad Money, kick in that locked and loaded music because it sounds like we're going to be dropping some picks a little earlier than usual here on Picking Up the Blitz with Kyle Beck and Eddie Fain. 267-521-0153 to get into this show. Let's hit up our NFL Locked and Loaded Picks of the Week like we pick right every week. Not everything right, but you know what I'm talking about. We're both above 60% by far, man. Professional gamblers at their finest. Eddie where were you going just two seconds ago? What what path were you leading us down? This is what it is, KB. Listen to me.
0: I,
1: if you're going to disagree with this, if anyone's going to disagree with this, if any callers want to disagree with this, that's fine. But if, if they're not Philadelphia Eagles fans, I think that everybody knows wholeheartedly your bet goes to the Patriots. Give me what the most
2: recent spread is that you found on this game. Look, I'm looking at Odd Shark. Do a pregame for the show. And they're giving me plus six. So, you know what I had to do? I don't agree. I don't think that's correct. But if Odd Sharks placing plus six on the line, you know I put that bet down for Philadelphia. And, Eddie, I'm going to tell you why. Look, Fletcher Cox, you know him. I know him. Not everybody knows him. He's the defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. And he's underrated everywhere except in Philadelphia because the Philly fans for sure know who he is. Fletcher Cox is a monster. Pro football focus rates this guy at 91.5 and the number two defensive tackle in the NFL. And this is how you beat the Patriots. You have to pressure through the A and B gap. They don't care what's coming off the edge and when their tackles are getting beat because what does Tom Brady do best? He steps up in the pocket and he slides and moves. The only way to prevent that is pressure right at the middle through the A and B gap. That's something that Fletcher Cox can't provide to keep the game close. You feel me?
1: Absolutely, and you know, the rest of Philadelphia's defense isn't too shabby either, man. That that's, that's a lot of credit there. Now, there's another there's another factor to this, too. Before we even put the actual pick in, the other factor that you have to give Philadelphia, everyone keeps on saying Nick Foles this, Nick Foles that, he can't do it, he can't. Nick Foles can absolutely lean on a heavy dose of both with Garrett Blunt and JHI and just make the throws that need to be made when they need to be made. it, And then when they need to be made it, when they need to be made. He can make them, but... You don't need Nick Foles to win you this game. You need a solid duo ground game. And honestly, I I could see that happening. It's just in the six, maybe, maybe, hopefully it's a good game. Hopefully it comes down to a lot. Hopefully it it exceeds all of our expectations. But in the end, KV, there's no way, there's just no way that Philadelphia is going to beat these guys and hoist the Lombardi Trophy. It's just not going to happen.
2: With the well, six, I haven't
1: made up my mind yet. We'll see if the spread changes a little before the game. we still got a couple days. But if you get your bed and in the, final outcome, out the six points. Final outcome okay. of this game, New England voice in the Super Bowl trophy. Your thoughts on that. Mad Money Mike, your thoughts on that. Callers, your thoughts on that. It's New England year. Again, the Goats getting six. Elicek gets another freaking Super Bowl ring. Bada bing, bada boom. The whole dynasty is about
2: to collapse. not on Sunday. Hey, Mad Money Mike, the Patriots have never scored in the first quarter of any of their Super Bowl appearances. How does that factor in your decision, and where are you going with this pick here in the elite of the elite Super Bowl matchup we got going down here in 2018?
0: Uh, I'm kind of tagging along with Bain there. He hasn't made a decision yet. I want to see what that spread? Uh, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Eagles. Um, I, you know, I, the Patriots are good, but but when uh, you know, I, huh?
2: You got the Eagles winning the game?
0: Uh, I'm leaning towards it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. See, I'm looking at the Patriots winning this game, but I got the Eagles covering anything and everything up to four points. I think that the Pats might score in the first quarter, but Nick Foles still has some firepower. He's got some things to prove. I got this game here locked and loaded at 28 to 24 Patriots winning Eagles covering. I think Brady puts up a touchdown late in the game and Nick Foles and those Eagles are not able to respond.
1: Well, if you want the points, then I'll give you the points. Um, you're good with 28, I think we're being a little bit too nice to Philly. I mean, they, they, like I said, they, they can do this with Jay Ajay and with Garrett Blount. But in the end, Nick Foles can be an adequate quarterback. In the end, though, it's just they're not enough. Brady might catch that pressure in the first quarter. And that, that was a great stat you pulled up. They haven't scored in the first – you said a touchdown or they haven't scored, period, in the first quarter of any Super Bowl ever.
2: They haven't scored a touchdown.
1: in any Super Bowl that they've played in together or any Super Bowl that they've won?
2: Any Super Bowl they played in, they have not scored touchdown in the first so it quarter. Just
1: goes, that's just essentially giving more credit to damn Belichick, Brady, the coaching staff especially. They're the best team at making adjustments. And what's going to happen is you're, you're absolutely right about the Fletcher Cox thing, man. And you're absolutely right that the Eagles' defense is kind of just a defense very similar to Jacksonville's. A Jacksonville team that put the pressure on Brady. A Jacksonville team that did everything that they needed to do to win that game. Except trust Blake Bortles with 55 seconds left instead of taking me, which was the softest cop-out I've seen
2: ever. Well, let's but not go too far back, because we've got, we got too much to cover here on this show. we got too much to cover on the show. We've got too much going on. So, Eddie, what is your final pick? And Mad Money, I also need you to do a quick spread check on this game and make sure, because I'm looking at Odd Shark, and it's really, it's really saying right there, uh, Philly plus six. Right. So so let's Let get another let's point. get another let's get another source on that while uh, while, while Eddie's you're finishing finding this that, point.
1: While you're finding that, give me one second here.
2: What I'm saying to
1: you is that the adjustments that the Patriots will make because I have a feeling this game will be very close in the first quarter. I could see New England, I, I could see them down, and it's ten to three, seven to nothing. I could see that happen. Oh, oh, 10 nothing. And what are they going to do? Oh, that's what the defense is doing. Oh. Belichick can't outcoach Doug Peterson? No, it's just not going to happen. So even if at halftime you're looking at a 13-7 lead, Philly, guess who's going to rally hard behind Gronkowski coming back off the concussion, playing in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl he missed last year, he missed the greatest comeback ever, he's going to be a key factor because he was a non-factor before the concussion and then after the concussion, obviously he didn't come back in the game. If Philly comes out hot, comes out pounding ground football, Nick Foles is making the throws he needs to, and the defense is hitting Brady. The defense is pressuring Brady. The defense is doing their job. It doesn't matter in the end. I, I, hate, I hate to say it. I'm sorry to say it. I-, I cannot stand this team. I The end of this team, the end of this 15-year run cannot come soon enough. And, hell, it might not for another two years, but it just seems like there's turmoil there. But the only thing that I'm telling you, the only thing I'm telling you is that you have to give them the credit that they are so good at making adjustments at halftime as in-game adjustments. It's the third quarter. They will do things. They will figure out what Philly's defense is doing. They will figure out what Philly's offense is doing, and they will end up eating them and beating them by a lot. I'm going New England, 28,
2: Philadelphia, 16. Okay, so you're clearly picking them to cover the spread. Mad Money, what's that what's that spread update?
0: Uh, CBS Sports uh, for Vegas has -4 Patriots.
2: Okay, so that seems a little more realistic. Plus 6 seemed real high. I'm You know what? That means I have the game at a push. So I don't like that. I don't like that four points. I think that the it's going to come down to the end of the game where the Eagles and Nick Foles need a touchdown. So wow, I'm going to actually have to go with the Patriots to cover the four. But Eddie Fane made that pick, and it's hard to stick with that. But I, I mean, bad buddy, find find a source that can give me four and a half. Find a source that can give me four and a half. And anybody listening to the show that likes the, the plus six spread, go to oddshark.com right now and place your bet. Get that done. Get that done. Hey, Mad Money, check, uh, check Bovada.com for me and get us hit us with that update.
1: Do you not agree with what I'm telling you, though, about the – I mean, you have to know this, and you have to understand. Did Jacksonville did what they needed to do to win that game. Blake Bortles played – uh, well enough, and Jacksonville was coming out looking like they were just going to smash, like, not smash it but they were putting a good punch in. They were punching them. They couldn't throw a knockout because it's played more than Jacksonville. And again, the coach over there is a freaking, what's his name? I don't even remember the guy's name with his sunglasses. Doug Marone. Cool yeah, Doug Marone, bro. Get out of here. Like, it's just not going to happen. And the only thing everybody was banking on was, hey, Tom Coughlin's the kryptonite. In the end, it didn't, it just wasn't enough, man. He's going to find little Amandola. Amendola's going to make a, a catch that he's not ever going to get the credit that he deserves for. Because to tiptoe those sidelines and go up as high as he did to grab that ball at his size was it was phenomenal. Like it, He won't ever get the credit. Brady will get the credit. Amendola will probably be, you know, he'll probably have like four catches for 53 yards in this game. I, he won't be a big factor in the Super Bowl win. But it's that catch that, that should go down. It's like, yeah, Jacksonville was right there, man. And if you didn't get that touchdown, you had to kick a field goal. I, you know, I don't know, but it really took the wind out of them between that and the injury of uh, whoever the hell it was that went down there at the end of the game. But the only thing I'm saying is it doesn't – they're just – you can see Tom Brady hoisting the sixth trophy. You Just think about yeah, that. Yeah, well, You cannot Eddie, see Nick Foles and Doug Peterson up there accepting this. It's just not going to happen.
2: You can't see my boy Sunshine Nick Foles up there. Sunshine,
1: Napoleon Dynamite, Sunshine, man. Like, yes, yeah, Sunshine from freaking Remember the Titans? No, I can't. I'm sorry. And I, I don't hate the guy. I really don't. Everybody remembers what was it, 27 and two touch, 27 touchdowns and two interceptions or something crazy stat like that a few years back. And then he was contemplating retirement after that. He's, I mean, he's okay. Nick Foles, Arizona. I'm assuming. I think that's where he's from. And he's always been okay. he had one great year running with Chip Kelly. And it just it's just not going to happen. And I hope it's a close game. I hope it comes down to the wire. I hope Philly does beat them, man. I would love nothing more than to see Tom Brady at 40 after this stupid, oh, my God, Beck, I'm getting real worked up about this. So maybe I am a little bit more excited for the game than I let on to be. But if you watch that, that commercial for Tom versus Time, who's watching that shit besides Patriots fans?
2: Oh, me, who's I am. I about? am. And that's why I you're think Tom Brady, every
1: time, you're,
2: time, you're, you you're
1: glasses of water a day. And, oh, my little baby, come
2: on, man. I don't want to watch that crap. I care less. Why, why do you, why do you think time. that the Patriots, Eddie, why do you think that the Patriots beat Jacksonville? Because Blake Bortles ain't giving up his life for it. Tom Brady said in there, if you want to compete against me, you better give up your life because I already have. Okay, and
1: that's great. Like that's, and I'm not, I'm not discrediting what he is. Like he's, but if you think I'm watching Tom, Tom versus Time for an hour, then you're dreaming. It they're 15 like a, dude, minutes long. Why do I long. want to watch Tom Brady to live his life with his kids and his hot wife, drink his water, live the most boring life ever, and watch Tom Brady watch
2: film? Why would I ever only, want to do that? Eddie, they're only 15 minutes long, and I hate to say it, but right now we got to move off the Super Bowl because we have some more NFL news. Some news that just broke last night. And the main part about that news, I also have multiple things I want to get into. You know, Jimmy G's future in San Fran, where Kirk Cousins will land. I'm excited for Pat Mahomes. Alex Smith, last night, was traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Washington Redskins for a third-round pick and the slot corner for the Washington Redskins' Kendall Fuller. Now, a lot of teams were offering it up a number two. The Redskins were able to snake Alex Smith away with a number three by including Kendall Fuller. Not a lot of people know Kendall Fuller, but he because he's okay. the slot corner and he's third oh, I know on the Fuller. Washington. He's one of the Fuller
1: brothers from Virginia Tech. Actually, yeah. they were phenomenal at Tech. I haven't really. So Kyle, Kyle is
2: based on Chicago. So Kyle Fuller's his brother. I did not know that, but yeah. he, he's the slot corner for the Washington Redskins, but that doesn't mean he's not a good player. They have Josh Norman and Brashad Breeland. Now they're going to be really pressured to keep Brashad Breeland after losing Kendall Fuller because according to ProFootballFocus.com, Kendall Fuller is the number six rated cornerback in this league at a 90 rating. That's a pretty steep price for Alex Smith, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. And while we're on the subject of Breland keeping his job, I don't think that he really should. I mean, I haven't watched that much of the guy, but what I've seen is not good. He gets beat. Well, again, uh, the small sample size that I've seen him, he gets beat quite often. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a
2: little, he's a little overrated, but also in this trade that I want to make note of here is that the chiefs are going to save, you know, the, the Redskins, they they didn't want to pay Kirk Cousins all this money when I think that he's got the the ability to stretch the field a little more than Alex Smith does. But the Chiefs are going to save seventeen million dollars against the cap, and they got Pat Mahomes, who I think has the potential to be a lot better than Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins. But that seventeen million, Do you really? Yes. Do you know anything about I, him, really? Yes, I, I know. I've, I've seen, I've heard him in interviews. I've seen his arm talent. The guy can slang the ball. He can make every single throw. All he's got to do is focus in and learn the game. He's got a close relationship with Kareem Hunt. They're going to gel very quickly with this guy, Pat Mahomes. I am most excited to see Pat Mahomes next season, even more than Jimmy Garoppolo or Alex Smith at the Redskins. Pat Mahomes is going to absolutely light it up. He will be on my fantasy radar very early.
1: Well, all right, good for them, man. You know, I, and the thing with Alex Smith, I'm not sure exactly what this why this is happening. Uh he's Alex Smith is a decent, he's a good quarterback. He's not great, he's not a superstar, he's not a Hall is he of Fame He's an upgrade
2: over Kirk Cousins. Are you asking
1: me that? Yes. Dude, I, I feel like Give me either one. It's just – it's not the same guy by any means. Alex Smith is a much more conservative quarterback where Kirk Cousins will take the chances. But, dude, for the, since we started this show, we've been waiting to see what's going to – when Kirk Cousins is going to emerge to be a real star. And he just – come on. Yeah. In terms of winning percentage, I mean, Alex Smith has so much more – many more games under his belt that he's going to have the tops. But if you look at the last couple years, and then I know Kansas City got that real hot start – Alex Smith is essentially going to get you the same amount of wins as Kirk Cousins over in Washington. Unless they make a lot of drastic roster changes, I can't see the outcome being much different. I mean, right? What did Alex Smith really have to, or what did um, Kirk Cousins really have to work with now that Jordan Reed is just a walking concussion? I mean, that, that sucks. Uh, you know, he's got the Crowder kid who's okay, and I believe Pierre Garçon's still there. I don't even know if Pierre, Garçon nah, Pierre, Garçon,
2: Pierre Garçon's in San Francisco. We're going to take a longer look here at the Redskins side of the thing on this trade. On the other side of the break here I'll pick up the Blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Faye, Mad Money Mike. 267-521-0153. Get in on this. The Blitz is happening right now. Coming through your speakers live or on the podcast. You know you love it. Get some more. This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is TimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and e is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Hey, you're back inside picking up the blitz with Kyle Beck and Eddie Fane. Our boy Mad Money Mike producing the show. Call in 267 He'll get you directly out of the screening room onto the live air here with us so you can bring your blitz. Just in for Mad Money Mike at Bavada.com. The Eagles are getting four and a half points. I, I'll take the Eagles on that. I totally changed that .5. Totally, totally changes my outlook four. I don't like it four and a half I'll take it I'll lay that's my dog that's my cat I'll lay down the money I'll go ahead and make the bet we got to get back to the Redskins side of this trade and we just got a texter into the show who says I can't believe that Kendall Fuller is rated that high he's never shown me anything worth raising an eyebrow well buddy that's because you got you got one corner that's getting burnt and that's Breeland, and you got one quarter who I love in Josh Norman. Love his play on the field, and I love his personality. That's from John in Northern Virginia. Redskins are saying goodbye to Kirk Cousins and hello to Alex Smith. I see this as a small upgrade. You got somebody who's not going to win the game for you, which Kirk Cousins wasn't doing anyway, and you got somebody who's not going to lose it for you in Alex Smith, who's very conservative It doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. The financial aspects of this trade make sense for the Kansas City Chiefs, but they also make sense for the Washington Redskins because they were going to have to overpay for Kirk Cousins. Now they're going to say goodbye to Kirk Cousins, and they're going to force another team, unfortunately for them, not in the NFC East, to overpay for Kirk Cousins. They are going to be pressured to keep a shot Bre- Breeland, who Eddie I, and I think a lot of our listeners would agree, is not that impressive. Now, going through the whole history of this Kirk Cousins situation, I relate it like this. The Redskins were so scared to be wrong about Kirk Cousins. It's like the dude that doesn't really like his girlfriend but won't let her go because he doesn't want to see her in a better situation. So the Redskins were putting that franchise tag, franchise tag, they didn't want to commit, but they also didn't want to see Kirk go anywhere else. Now they don't have to worry about being wrong because they've replaced him with Alex Smith. But I'm just not seeing where that's that much of an upgrade. He doesn't have a good arm. He's got better legs. But Eddie, I think he might fit better with with uh, Jay, not John, Jay Gruden because Jay, just like Alex Smith, likes to run a lot of RPOs, run pass options on the offensive side. David, uh, no.
1: Alex Smith is going to get you the exact – I, I just gave you my thoughts on it. Alex Smith will get you the exact same amount of winnings. You're going to be 7-9 and nine with Alex Smith. Uh, Alex Smith with Andy Reid running with these tricky little dudes, that, you know, over there in Kansas City, the Kareem Hunts that came out of nowhere – it, it's, it was a different situation, and it benefited him greatly in terms of his numbers and everything. It inflated his numbers because, like, you know, Tyreek Hill is a phenomenal after. the It could be a five-yard pass, and this kid could break it for an 80-yard touchdown anytime. It happened a Bunch this year. So if you're asking me if this is going to benefit the Redskins severely, no, it's not. It's going to be the exact same outcome that Redskins fans have been going through for a long time right now. And I bet you if there were any Redskins fans listening to you right now, they're going to just go, eh that's what this trade what, is. big news during Alex Smith's been there for a while, but eh, whatever. It's not going to make a of a difference once the
2: season what, starts. What, what I'm seeing in this move from Bruce Allen, the general manager of the Washington Redskins, is, is he made this move to get him off the hook of the Kirk Cousins situation and decision. He couldn't make a decision on Kirk Cousins over three years. That's why he made this move for Alex Smith and he's bringing in the exact same guy and he, and he's off the hook either way, you know what i mean? Whether Kirk succeeds or not, now the pressure is on Alex Smith to pull the franchise out of the water and not uh Bruce Allen. Uh and that's just kind of how Dan Snyder and his crew there in Washington have run the show. And it's a little bit despicable if you ask me. Uh you know, and
1: and then you start looking at Alex Smith's numbers, and there's some things that stick out to you. I mean, you look at since 2013, the TD to inter- interception ratio. I mean, he's right up there. You know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers at 4.4. Tom Brady at 4-2. to And, you know, Alex Smith 3-1. to But Tyrod Taylor and A.J. McCarron are up in these stats too, so it's just – it's it's weird, man. It's just you – you, I just can't – I can't buy in Alex Smith. I'm sorry. And I don't think that going to Washington – I mean, hell, if he was the guy going to the Patriots and say, yeah, Alex Smith is going to be winning a lot of games. Year, Alex Smith will win a playoff game. There you go. But it's Washington. It's
2: Dan Gilbert. It's, it's, it's the same old situation. It's the same story. Wait, wait, wait. Time it's out. How did you throw version? Dan Gilbert? How did you throw Dan Gilbert in there? He's the owner of the Cavaliers. You mean Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now that I've corrected okay. you on that, there's another aspect about Alex Smith that we're leaving out he's tenured in the league and yes he has more experience than kirk cousins but one thing we forgot to mention to our listeners daddy and listeners bring your blitz at 267-521-0153 hit us up we forgot to mention alex smith yes he does have some legs he can get out and run especially on run pass options he he 33 34 yeah and he's also very concussion prone
1: well i don't understand where you stand
2: on this like what do
1: you think about this because you have been a big guy that's a big supporter of your buddy captain Kirk. because you like the like the joke that's never going to get a laugh but you continue to keep dropping like i don't understand what you think about this because this guy was not that good we kept waiting for him to be good and then he'd give us a a freaking great game man we'd be like oh there's Kirk cousins about and then he'd go throw four interceptions the next week and lose 34 to 6 to the bears or something like so, where do you stand on all this? Like, you have given me the facts. You're giving me the reasons. What do you think about it?
2: I think that Kirk Cousins is going to demand way more money than he's worth. I think in the Alex Smith trade and Alex Smith deal that you're getting – you know exactly what you're getting with Alex Smith. You know what you're getting, and he's cheaper. So, you know he's going to outplay his contract a little bit. There's no way. There is no way – that Kirk Cousins can live up to a twenty-seven to $30 million a year quarterback load. There's no way that he can handle that. There's no way he's going to put up the best numbers in the league because he is going to demand that price tag on the market. You, just like the Redskins would have, you, the fans of all the teams that need quarterbacks, Arizona, New York Jets, Who am I leaving out here, Eddie? The Denver Broncos are going to have to extremely overpay for Kirk Cousins. And I think it could be a a mistake. I'm not not sold on him. I wouldn't take the chance on him for the price tag. I think he's a solid QB, and I think he can stretch the field. But the price tag is what scares me, man. And that would lead me to move off of him. And I would not take the chance. I would not take the chance. You got kids like Carson Wentz coming into the league. My boy, Pat Mahomes, like I was talking about earlier, who I put a lot of trust in. You got some younger guys, that, and you got a bunch of good quarterbacks in this draft. Make a move that way. You've seen Kirk Cousins. You know you never wanted to put him on a long-term contract there in Washington. So there, And then also think about this, Eddie. This is another reason why I'm not sold on Kirk Cousins. Kyle Shanahan is the guy who drafted him. He's the the, uh, head coach out there in San Francisco. And there was a lot of talk about maybe him going to San Francisco. Well, he chose Jimmy Garoppolo over Kirk Cousins. And that's coming from the guy that drafted him. I think that Kirk might have already peaked. I don't – I mean, dude –
1: did he even peak, though? Did he, has he really done anything to, do, to earn this money? I mean, has he done anything to earn my respect? No. Has he done anything to earn anyone in the league's respect? No. Is he going to get paid? Yes. Is somebody going to take a chance on him? Jets. I, I, I know I'm telling you right now he's going to the Jets. Because just, it just fits. I can see him in a Jets uniform playing Jet football winning seven games. Like, it's, that's perfect fit. There you go, Curtis. Not Denver? Not
2: Denver? Do you like
1: that? I mean, maybe. I don't think that John Elway will do that. Maybe he's in desperate need. I think that John Elway's proven he's a pretty good guy in terms of business or in terms of football, you know, operations over there. And I don't think that he's going to pay this guy. I mean, granted, then there was the Brock Osweiler deal, but then it ended up whatever, however that all worked out. I really feel like I trust in John Elway not to go for this guy. I don't know what they are gonna do. I think that it might have something to do with the Minnesota Vikings, to be honest with you. I think that one of those guys is coming over it to Well Denver. you have
2: to you have to believe and know that Kirk Cousins is better than Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon. I mean he'd be immediate upgrade yeah. in debt for oh, no, yeah, no,
1: yeah, absolutely. I agree with you hundred percent on that. I do I just don't think he's worth the money when you could go I don't know what the contract situations are either either in Minnesota. I think everybody's I believe everybody's coming and nobody's under contract i don't know mad money if you could check that to me for teddy bridgewater sam bradford and case keenum over there in minnesota i believe that they're all going up when no one's signed for any more years teddy bridgewater is still coming off of his rookie contract and oh, that sucks so bad for teddy bridgewater I, I still have a feeling that minnesota didn't see enough from case keenum i think oh, Keenum is going to be gone from minnesota and i'm with you on that case keenum landing in denver under- I could see Case Keenan going there as opposed to New York. I, New York wants a big name. New York wants a guy that's you know going to sell some jerseys, going to get the fan base, the diehard fan base, the Jets fan base is. Not saying the Broncos Chase, aren't, but Case
0: Keenum Jets and Kirk Cousins.
2: Glory. Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins could switch jerseys, and I probably wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between the two guys. Look, absolutely, we got dude.
1: Absolutely not, dude. Absolutely, wait, 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 wait. You can't make a statement like that and try and jump on to the next point, dude. No, Case Keenum's a winner, bro. Tate's Keenum balls, bro. Case Keenum comes to play. Comes yeah, to he play really hard. looked like Does he's a winner and
2: balls against Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game. Hey, he really listen, balled man, hey, listen, out listen, in that listen, game. Listen,
1: listen. bad game. Hey, listen, bad game. Don't don't do that. Do not do bad that, game man. in right. the
2: biggest moment of his career. Do, so, do not do that. To this he guy. peaked and against this New guy Orleans.
1: well. This guy, No, no, no. Back, back, back. Stop. Don't don't even do it. You don't want you don't want me talking over you, bro. So You don't talk over me, bro. Listen to this. You guys, there's no denying that Kate Keenum, he should have been up for MVP, bro. He should be up for MVP. Not only did he put up consistent numbers all year, he did it with Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Bradford waiting for him to screw up. With the Minnesota Vikings never putting the coaching staff, never putting the confidence in, this is our guy. Oh, we'll see what happens. Week in and week out, after Teddy Bridgewater was cleared to play, they had this guy, he, they were breathing down his neck. And what did he do consistently? One and consistently brought the Vikings to a place that they have not been in a long time, okay welldie you know, Eddie, they, he didn't he choked he didn't I don't even want to say choked against philadelphia they were they were gassed, they were done, Philly was better home field well, they advantage. were coming they were Sorry, coming off of
2: a, they were coming off a, a of, of a miracle win but here here's the deal now that you've taken you keep wanting to go back in the past to these championship games you've taken me that I can't slot myself now, Eddie. <laughs> But, see
1: what's happening the season. I'm talking about the season. Chase Keenum had okay. hell it all over the year, did it. No one
2: having okay. it. Okay, he did. He did. You're right. He did. But he should have been benched for the second half of the Minnesota Vikings or Philadelphia Eagles national championship Maybe game. Maybe so. One game. Nick Saban had the balls to bench Jalen Hurts. He. Sh- uh, what's his name? Mike Zimmer should have had the balls to bench Case Keenum Jalen in Hurts the second can't half. Play. Perfect okay, barman. okay, I we're gonna dive. We're gonna dive way too far off topic. We gotta, we gotta keep on. the only people that are allowed to throw the show yeah, yeah, off yeah, the yeah. outline is the callers. They're the callers. We're a callers-driven show. We're all about the callers. Always going to be about the callers. I haven't gotten any callers yet, so maybe we're just being that entertaining, and everybody's still listening, or maybe a little That's intimidated possible. to call in. It's two six seven five two one oh one five three here on Pick of the Blitz with Kyle Back and Eddie Fain. Eddie, we got to go into our new little segment I got going on Mad Money, cue up a little music for this this is called Fact, Facade or Total Fallacy here on Pick It Up The Blitz Fact, Facade or Total Fallacy KB, Ethan, Mad Money, Mike this is what we're looking at this week I know this team is not relevant right now but we're talking about the New York Giants and their new head coach Pat Shermer He claims that Eli Manning is going to be his starting quarterback in 2018. Fact. Eddie, we're looking at whether that's a fact or if this is a facade where he's using it as a smokescreen for the draft so that the other teams out there don't think that he's looking at one of these young quarterbacks. Or total fallacy where Eli Manning is on the chopping block slash trade block here for the new york giants to add some assets to the future where are you on this decision fact facade or total fallacy
1: pretty easy question bro can answer that right off the rip that's a fact even if new york does go and draft another quarterback they will not start him over eli they will at least give eli a few games to either screw it up and play so badly they bench him he's the new york giant and they, the city loves him. You, that debacle of him not starting or whatever the hell happened there. I mean, nobody cares anyways. McAdoo's out the door, and they were they won three games all season. So even if they do go get another quarterback, it's a fact that Eli Manning will be starting at the beginning of the next year.
2: Ding, 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 ding. Eddie Fane, you have won this edition of Facts to Side or Total Fallacy on Picket of the Blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fane, Mad Money Mike, and our whole blitz brigade of listeners that is no fact money, facade I or total fallacy hit us up on facebook for topics for this segment you can tweet us hit us up on facebook text the show email us get in contact and we'll get your topic on fact facade or total fallacy here starting it today i thought that you know i'm not gonna lie i thought that one was a little weak here you know to open up the gates we'll we'll, we'll get better topics for that going forward right zane
1: Oh, absolutely, dude. You know, I, I didn't even know about the segment, so. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, man, you got to start somewhere, dude. You got to start somewhere, dude. Am I right, Mad Money, or am I right, Mad Money?
2: Hell
0: that's yeah. right, that's right. All right,
2: all right, all right. Well, let's get back to it. We still got a lot to cover here. We're going to hit a commercial break. Before we get into some of these topics is I know I know that we have to do this uninterrupted. We got we got a lot of NBA. We had a great moment last night. It it was a record breaking, record breaking moment for the NBA and franchise record breaking for the franchise we're talking about. And we're gonna compare it to Another great moment that that franchise had. We got we got Trey Young, we got Blake Griffin, we got John Wall, we got the State of the Cavaliers. Hopefully we get to it all. Call the show, 267-521-0153. Pick it up the Blitz. Call back Eddie Payne, Mad Money Mike. This is KB from Pick to the Blitz with KB and E-Fayne. E-Fayne and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you gotta go check out primecombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is primecombine.com. Picking up the blitz with KB and Ethan is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. You're back inside picking up the blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fane, Mad Money Mike. That's KBE K B E fane You can get us up at 267-521-0153. I don't know how we're still calling us throughout the show, but I'm not complaining. Eddie, you love the callers. I, I don't really even like the callers, man. They distract me from my out on, on the show. I do a lot of work on it. I'd rather proceed with it. But it is a caller-driven show. We're all about the callers, always will be about the callers, and we'll never change that. I want you getting the material you need to know for your gambling, winnings and your fantasy bragging rights whether it's nba or nfl eddie we gotta hit up our nba locked and loaded picks of the week i know we're late on this some of the games started so we'll just got to call up for some bragging rights you toss them up me and mad money mike will slam them down and you'll put on the final statement on this bad boy let's go I, let's I, roll I, let's I, get I, it going locked and loaded
1: picks of the week Listen, man, we got some games that started up already. Uh, we'll get a couple score updates as they come, but let's just start off with this one out here. In Indiana, Memphis is taking on Indiana at Indiana. Indiana minus six. Keep in mind, Mike Connolly is out tonight. He's not playing at the game nobody cares about anyways, but we had to come up with five. So this is the scrub game. Beck, who do you got?
2: It's at Indiana, and there's no Mike Connolly from Memphis. Am I understanding that correctly?
1: That's right. Indiana
2: minus six. Indiana, Indiana to win and cover the spread.
1: Mad Money?
0: Um, I'm going to go with Indiana, too.
1: And I also will go with the a game that's already started up, the Mad Money will give us a score update on in just a second. The LA Lakers are in Orlando. Aaron Gordon is also out for Orlando. LA Lakers minus two. Mad Money, give us a score update real quick.
0: All right. It's uh, 37 to 29, Magic.
2: Ah, in the be here, second we quarter. Well, knowing the current score... I'm a little I'm a little scared off of my pick, but I'm gonna stick with LA minus two. That money?
0: Uh, I'm gonna stick with my magic.
1: I also am gonna go with Orlando. Current score has nothing to do with it. I just ah, hate it and I'm so over Lonzo. Miami Heat. My Miami Heat. Your Miami Heat. Hell everybody, Miami Heat. At Cleveland, Cleveland minus three. Game just tipped off. Cleveland's up 6 nothing. Kevin Love, as we know, and we'll discuss a little bit later on in the program, is out with that broken hand or fractured hand or whatever the hell happened, to that soft-ass injury-prone. White bread Uh I, I know, I'm going to pick it first. I'm going with Miami. Cleveland is a mess. Isaiah Thomas is causing all kinds of uh, disruptions and so on and so forth, which we will also discuss. KB, who you got in that one?
2: I'm gonna take your Miami Heat dog. If you believe in that Miami Heat, you know more about that Miami team than anybody else. I think Cleveland's got a lot of turmoil going on. I don't like it. Oh I love it actually, but I don't like it a gambling wise, so I'm going Miami, bro. I'm following your lead to the T.
1: And Mad Money Michael, your
2: pick, please.
0: Uh Cleveland does have a little a little bit of a mess going on. They're at home. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take them.
1: Okay. There it is. All right, so then uh, we got New York Giants. New York Giants. New York Knicks. <laughs> Boston. Delta. Come on, fam. Like Kyrie Irving's out. I, I looked at this spread earlier. I don't think it changed. I got Boston minus nine here. Uh, again, I don't know if this one's already tipped off or not. Again, we're a little bit late with the Locked and Loaded Picks of the Week. But Boston minus nine at home against New York Knicks with no Kyrie. I got to go Knicks. I'm sorry, KB. I just had to get that one in there.
2: Yeah, no, I'm right with you, Eddie. I'm going uh, the Knicks as well. Not only are they missing Kyrie Irving, but they're missing Marcus Smart with the lacerated hand. A lot of people are going to get some much-needed playing time for the Celtics, but they will not cover that. The, the The Knicks will keep that close. I don't I don't think the Knicks will win, but they'll keep it close.
0: Mad Money? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with y'all. I'm going to stick with the, kit, the, the
2: Knicks. Oh, there's Ooh. no arguing going on at all with this. What's the next Boom. one? Is that it?
1: We're all on the same boring ass page. tomorrow night. Toronto at Washington. John Wall will be out for a few months with a knee surgery. Toronto is minus three and a half in this one. Again, I'm probably not going to watch this game. You told me I had to find five games. I freaking found them. I will go with the Raptors.
2: Minus three and a half. Yeah, Raptors going to smash that.
1: That money, Mike.
0: Finish this off strong. Yeah, uh, I got to agree there, too. Damn
2: it! Ah, oh, damn it! And Ian that led it's me to my loaded. first swear word on the show. I made it, we made it the whole time. And Eddie, you almost dropped one earlier. I heard you hold back. That was good, that was good. Uh, that oh, was. And I almost did it like again. It. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. So let's go right back to where we were with John Wall and that knee surgery. He's going to be out six to eight weeks, Eddie. And the the Cleveland Cavaliers are in turmoil as well. Let's not go there yet. But what do you think's happening here with Washington? Now John Wall's kind of losing his own locker room there with uh, Scott. Um, what's his name? The, or no, uh, Scott Brooks. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, it, 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 they got some turmoil Watch going the down there. Yeah, he see. that's the way he looks. He's got glasses. He looks like a total hey, nerd and everything. He's got a Yeah. Soft, though. But anyway, he's going to be out of the locker room that he's already lost for six to eight weeks. I can see some turmoil going down with the Washington Wizards here, especially if they have some success. And Bradley Beal, I'll tell you what, has some score power, man.
1: Yeah. Can he carry a team to do anything? No. Can him and John Wall carry a team to do anything past the second round in the playoffs? No. Washington right. Wizards are like that sucks, man. That that just sucks because they, they really do have talent. Bradley Beal's very good. John Wall is phenomenal to watch, and they're just aging right before our eyes. And they're gonna become, I don't, know, they're gonna get in their mid twenties to their late twenties, and they're never gonna do anything in Washington until you add a third piece. It's just, it's a sad it's a sad situation if you're a Wizards fan.
2: Break down this Blake Griffin trade for us. This is this is a uh, this is this is hot off the burner right okay. here. You don't even want to touch this. It's so hot.
1: Before I give you the details of the trade, Blake Griffin, who's about to turn 29 years old, do either of you think that Blake Griffin is even worth it? The, the contract that he got? Was ridiculous. It's like 171 million dollars. So I, I haven't looked up the exact details of that. I got the details of the trade for you. But let me ask you something. Let me give you the details first. Actually, that's how we'll go ahead and do this. So Blake Griffin gets sent out of the Clippers. He goes over to a Detroit Pistons team. It's been just, again, another East team that, ugh, like, ugh, now Blake Griffin with this ridiculous contract. So he gets sent to Detroit, and the Clippers, in return, get a first-rounder, Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris, Boban Marjavancic. Good one. Boban Marjavon, six. Never heard of him.
2: I've Try again. Tobias
1: Harris, I know Avery Bradley. Uh, so later, Blake. okay, go ahead,
2: go ahead. Finish up, finish up
1: later, Blake. You're gone to takes on an awful, an awful contract for this guy because he's, he's better at commercials than he is at basketball. He's injury prone. There's so many things to think about here, but I, to me, it's just the end of Blake Griffin's career. It's the end of, I mean, he's got the Kardashian girlfriend, so that might, fail now too it's poor Blake man like that's, a, that's a tough situation but he can still keep doing Kia commercials so there you go good
2: for him poor Blake Eddie he punched his way out of there by punching his own personnel and now the dude's got a Kia sponsorship how long do you think he's going to keep that Kia sponsorship while he's playing Actually, in Detroit American Muscle Motor City that don't make no sense no more and he's in Detroit he's going to hate life there and it's going to lead to him having a bad attitude and he did have a great one to begin with Dude's a straight wuss, man. I've never liked Brett Griffin. He's never been that good. He's always been overrated, and he finally got what was coming to him in this trade. Look, Tobias Harris is the greatest player in the NBA right now that you have never heard of. Tobias player Tobias Harris can absolutely ball, So, and Avery Bradley is great defensively and is a very accurate shooter when he doesn't have tired legs. They... Detroit just totally bombed this trade. I mean, they just got they got highway robbed taking on Blake now, Griffin.
1: Let me ask you something, and I don't know if you know
2: what is Stan Van Gundy
1: besides the coach? Is he the GM? Is he the operator person? What is what's it? Is he the GM? I think Stan Van Gundy's both the GM. Well, and that's the head crazy. Coach the
2: that's crazy. So man. he has
1: a big say in this, and so but that doesn't make sense to me because he must have gotten overruled because. This isn't the guy – Stan Van Gundy's not a bad head coach, man. Like, he caught some flack in Miami, and he's done his whatever. Yeah, I whatever. like the guy. He was in Orlando like for a while. And, and so. But this doesn't seem like a move that he'd make because taking on a contract of that size for this guy, who we know the injuries – I mean, come on, it's just piling up. He's not a do-it-by-himself superstar. Yeah, he has
2: a decent outside – Well, no, jumper, no, no. Eddie, but, Eddie, let me stop you. I'm not disagreeing with you but Blake Griffin just straight up doesn't fit the current cultural climate of the NBA. He's a mid-range shooter at 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 best, just only mid-range and and he's finally just refining his post-up skills. That that's not that's not how the NBA's played anymore. It's all three it's all three balls and stretch four and stretch five. Blake Griffin's almost obsolete and to make a big power move like that the only thing I can, the only explanation that I can possibly come up with is to bring some star power to the to the dark, down, bummed out city of Detroit. That's the only thing I think of is sell tickets because it doesn't work in the basketball formula of things. I mean, Tobias Harris,
1: I, I can't believe you're as high as you are on him. I, I really don't know that much about him. I've seen him. Play oh, you
2: will, him. you will, man. Tobias Harris is a baller, dude. All right, so we'll write that one
1: down. We'll, we'll keep that one on the record, man, money. Uh, with that, we'll see LeBron in Boston before, or whatever it was, Beck. This is just one of those things that Beck says. We we'll, we'll never will hear. No, 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 no. Tobias
2: Harris, I had him in fantasy basketball last season. He's a straight killer, man. Every night, all night. Tobias- well, I'll look up some stats on him in
1: a little bit. But the, the thing I wanted to just go over real quick is we've got to move on. We're running out of time here. We're actually, we're running out of time fast. But the, Blake Griffin, $29 million. This year, thirty-two million next year, thirty-four. Million. Like he's going to make so much money, and this guy has a bad attitude. You're right. You, I forgot about the whole punching incident. and I don't even know if he still has the Kia contract. To be honest with you. Moving on back. What's our next topic that we got to hit here in the NBA before we run out of time?
2: State of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's what we do, huh? Eddie, I've heard rumors through my sources that Isaiah Thomas is on the trade block. Because, you know, Kevin Love can't be on it because he's now injured now. And the one rumor, I say on the trade block, uh, I make it sound like there's multiple rumors. No, I've heard one rumor, and that's Isaiah Thomas for Kemba Walker down there in Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up? Straight up.
1: No, you're going to have to send Shumpert. You're going to have to send – no, they're not going to give up Kemba Walker straight up for Isaiah Thomas. Oh, Campbell Walker. Why not? not, Why, not? Why not? Why not? is good, bro. Isaiah. I don't a know better what the player. numbers are. I have not watched a single Charlotte game. Oh, I don't even know if they're called the Bobcats. I don't even know what they're let called me, anymore.
2: Let me break this down for you just a little bit to explain to you the state of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Isaiah Thomas is very good for the Cleveland Cavaliers. As long as Kevin Love is not on the floor. And the reason that it doesn't work when Kevin Love is on the floor is because right now, LeBron James, we all know he's the coach and the GM, he's got Kevin Love playing the five position. Isaiah Thomas excels in the pick and roll. He's in the 98th percentile in the pick and roll in the league. And I know you're going to laugh at that and think of that blindside joke. He's in the 98th percentile in protection, Right Tennessee, on the tip whatever. of my tongue, bro. Right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> but this is a fact, Eddie. But Kevin Love is a soft white dude. He doesn't want to go up there and set those picks and get run into. Isaiah and Kevin cannot coexist.
1: Well, so uh, yeah, now you can't get rid of uh, you can't get rid of freaking Kevin Love now. So that's a situation. Isaiah's but on I, the throne. You can get Campbell, I think you made up the, the news about this Campbell Walker thing. I think you just kind of created that in your mind.
2: But there's No, no, way that, no and I don't have my source. I don't have my source here on the outline to back it up. But I, I did not make that up out of my own brain. There was a source.
1: Okay, well, either way, man, I, there's no way that they're going to give Kemba Walker up straight up for Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, is, I would. It's a very interesting story, but it, but and he played really good in Boston, and the poor guy is pissed off now because no one's giving him the respect that he feels that he's earned. Which, dude, last year. What a year for that guy, like that guy. I don't know if he's a kid or a guy. I don't even know how old he is. But uh, just the thing is, man, if you're Cleveland, this is, this is what we're going to all do, though. This is what we do every year, and we always forget that we do this with LeBron James' teams. January, he hates January, dude. Look at his numbers in January. Look at all the storylines that happen every year in January. It's just time. When the playoffs come around, Cleveland Cavaliers will figure it out. I, unless they trade. Now, there, now, here's an idea for you, man. They, 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 LeBron has no trade clause. Unless LeBron James goes, all right, wave it. You want something for me. I want to win a championship as much as I can. I cannot do it with this team. Send me and Dwayne Wade to Houston for whoever they got over there, besides Chris Paul and James Harden. We'll figure it out over there, and we'll take Houston. And that way you get some pieces. I leave. I don't look like I walked away. I get to be the good guy. I got traded. Whatever. That's the only way. That But if LeBron James is on Cleveland, Elon's going to figure it out come playoff time. They will be there again. He knows he's getting older. He's still got the skill set. He's running out of time to win championships. LeBron James, come playoff time, will have the Cleveland Cavaliers right where they need to be. They will gel. We know this is a little bit rocky right now with the addition of Isaiah Thomas, and he's not fitting in, and he's not getting utilized the way he wants to. Lou can be the face and say, oh, well, you know, the guns are trying real hard. LeBron James. Will figure this team out, and he will beat everyone in the East. It's
2: plain and simple, man. If he's a Cleveland Cavalier,
1: Cleveland Cavaliers are going to the championship.
2: Adam, Adam London from nsesn.com dot com is 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 a source on this, saying that, that that trade could happen. Could happen. It's it's if that happens, rumor even, status, even rumor status.
1: Even more of a guarantee because Isaiah Thomas is a very nice player. Kemba Walker's better.
2: No, he's not. You're totally wrong about that. You, you've never been wrong about anything more in your entire life. Well, yeah, you're wrong about a lot, so it's hard to weigh out, you know, the things that you're wrong about and and figure out which ones are more severe. 98th but
1: ninety eighth percentile and protective instinct. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, hey, listen, listen. It, it, it he's a pick and roll player. Isaiah Thomas has to be the the central focus point of your offense to work. Why? It, do you think he would score 29 points a game through the duration of a season for anybody except Brad Stevens, who's smart enough to run the whole offense to him? He doesn't work with anybody else. He's got to be the point. Oh, you focal think Brad wing.
1: Stevens is I think Kemba, going to do
2: that again? I think Kemba Walker could be more of a team player. He doesn't rely entirely on the pick and roll. It makes more sense. And I think both players are good enough to make that trade straight up.
1: Uh, I guess I just if I was Charlotte, I would say, "Hang on a second, I need." He's five nine, bro. He's five six or whatever he is. He's well, that's why.
2: See, nine? that's why you, Eddie. That's why you want to trade him. carry he, he team. Like, hey, that's why, you that's why you want to trade him. That's why you want to trade him. He's a, he's a defensive liability. No, we're not doing game balls because we all know what? who the game. We're we're not doing game balls. What? Yeah, God. but Mad Money still kicking the music. Because we still got something to break down here. Because there's nobody else you can give the game ball to except for one person. You can't give Tyler the game ball to But Dia. Tyler Perry? What? Tyler if for Big Perry Mama Dia 5, you're going to give it to Tyler Perry for D- Big today. Mama 5. Came out on DBC today, so you know what I'm doing tonight. Game ball goes to Tyler Perry on Big Mama 5. No, everybody's game ball goes to James Harden, who scored 60 points in his T dub performance with ten rebounds, eleven assists to go with it, then tack on, four steals and one block. This is the first time this has happened in NBA history. And the game ball question of the week goes to Eddie Fain. Is this better than Tracy McGrady's thirteen points and thirty five seconds for the Houston Rockets back in the day? Tracy you give it to McGrady Absolutely takes it. But hey, what can I? Tracy McGrady gets it for
1: that that performance. That was incredible. We forgot how good good Tracy McGrady was. At number one at of time.